0: salutations ladies and gentlemen this is another installation of black seinfeld the show about nothing absolutely nothing currently wrapping up its final week of black history month i felt like you just had to go with a little bit of solange to close it out i was thinking about young gifted and black but i felt like that was a bit too obvious and and every show was doing that already so i wanted to give it like a new little flavor this is our young gifted and black right here this is from the queen herself solange featuring playboy cardi classic classic things, and it's only been out for two years now i apologize once again Bastion. you were right this is a great song and within the next eight years oh it's easily
1: it's going to be like one of those like oh we missed out
0: but easily like more
1: music but yeah let the people know who we are
0: this is the Trinidadian, Panamanian, Poppy, Rude Boy, Top Gunner, Mada, West Indian Jesus himself, Giovanni Anglin. What's going on, people? Salute to you.
1: What's going on, folks? This is Bashanissa, aka Burning Fake Snow in Texas, recording
0: live in Queens. He is in Brooklyn. What's good? Oof. Oof. That, you already getting into the smoke already. Already. Yeah. How are you? Well, I'm doing not too bad. Mm. I...
1: Kind of drove around the other day, just kind of had to bring, sorry, had to go outside a bit, been indoors a bit too long, getting that New York City fresh air. Hell yeah. It's terrible out there. No, it's especially not. Especially in Brooklyn because most of the snow isn't really shoveled off. So it's really, really difficult to get parking in some areas. And most people are kind of this like got it, parallel got it. parked in a, a, a one way. So, you know. Other than that, I'm doing just fine. Just need more fresh air. I have to go outside more.
0: But to be fair, Bobby Schmerta gets out and it's 55 degrees. So it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I told you he was the savior. I told you once he came out, things were going to start looking all right a little bit. Starting with the weather. Because now, yes, if the
1: snow in my backyard is almost gone. I can Same. see the grass now.
0: Same. It's looking horrible. I see a lot more dirt than I see the grass, but not to worry. It's starting to rain again. We're going to get some more rain. So thank you, Bobby Shmurda. See? See? He, he just comes out and things are starting to look up already. We're in smooth I just sailing.
1: Hope, I just hope he doesn't jump straight into rapping. You know, take a break. Maybe take six months. Maybe a year off just to chill. But, you know, the record labels are ready. His boys are ready. The people want it. But I think personally, like, in the perspective, when you've been away, how long has he been gone? Seven years?
0: Seven years.
1: Seven years in prison. A lot has changed. You need Tell me about time that. to kind of come back. Wrap your
0: head reality. around reality. Yeah, I agree. I because agree with I know, you.
1: Because I understand the prison system doesn't set you up for getting back into civilization. Of course not. So I think it will be completely different from a rapper that was headed to the top, you know, sent to jail. Now it's going to be headed back to the top. You you don't want him to burn out early. That is true. Uh,
0: that is what should happen. Yeah. But, that's why,
1: Yeah. I hope will happen. But like, what know, I, I want to hear a single for like the next six months.
0: No, but I think what will happen summer 2021. It's so on. It's so on in New York. I'm telling you, Bobby and, and Rowdy is basically, it's, it's Mike and Scotty. You know, it's, it's the dudes with Attitude. It's Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Great, one of the greatest tag teams ever. This is going to be New York's year. I'm telling you. I mean, it's, it's already been our year due to the whole Brooklyn drill scene becoming a prominent feature right now within hip-hop and rap music. But now that the savior of Brooklyn is back? The hat is the hat just came, just nicely back on his head. You know he threw he threw it up in the air and never came down. He came out of jail and boom, the Knicks hat just went right back on his head like nothing happened. It's like Thor and his hammer. You feel me?
1: Was that Knicks sign real at Madison Square Garden? No, it wasn't real. Said, it was fake. No, right? no, no, that was fake. That okay. was Photoshop. Okay. That wasn't real. Okay. I was about to say because I remember Bobby Schmurder around New York. It's not like yes. you're treating him like Pop Smoke because no. um, when Pop Smoke tried to do the Rolling Stone, the NYPD convinced Rolling Stone not to allow him to
0: um, and, uh, perform. And South by Southwest. No, Rolling
1: Loud. Rolling Loud. I said Rolling Stone. Yeah. Rolling Loud. There you go. Yeah. Rolling
0: Loud. I was just about to say that Rolling Loud was over at City Field and Pop Smoke, with a lot of other Brooklyn prominent Brooklyn drill rappers such as Chef G, 22Gs, they were not allowed to perform there due to certain things this isn't a a platform where we snitch unlike certain people (laughs) certain rappers but but i thought it was
1: nonsensical then and i think of course it is i i think uh, a lot of people lost trust in that organization after they took out posmo and he was like uprising like but you know so uh in terms of civilization isn't the same so festivals won't be the same yeah it's going to be really weird within the next two three years I agree. If they said they're going to have a festival. I'm 100% sure it will sell out the week that they announced tickets. But
0: I don't know. There's certain concerts that are already being advertised for next year. One of the major ones is the After Hours tour with The Weeknd. And it's supposed to be February 2022 over at the Barclays Center. And that those tickets are already on sale. Packages and all that stuff. So tickets are high still. Nothing new. Oh, yeah. I think I saw a Team Apollo
1: concert for this year, but in Australia. Ooh, interesting. Pretty sure things are different down under over there. Yeah, well, how is it?
0: How is it over at the down under?
1: They had the Australian Open recently for tennis. Your girl. She won, yeah, she won. Naomi Osaka. That's that's her fourth one. Uh, Serena Williams lost in the in the semifinals, which is kind of sad, but that's right. She's still kicking it. She's 39 years old, still playing a top, top, top game. So I I wouldn't want her to retire. If she loses the first round multiple times, then you'll see, yeah, time to retire. But if you're able to get to the semifinals, it says a lot, like you're still able to kick butt. Yeah. She's easily one of the best athletes that we have on the planet. I wasn't able to watch the finals for the women because it was at 3 a.m. New York City time. Right. The and whole download. there were like 16 hours ahead.
0: Yeah, that's right. Us. So over there, it's already Friday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not wit- waking up at 3 a.m. I'm going to sleep at 2. Oh, look so. at you. Yep. Out so, here. But so, yeah, that's speaking of Australia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now that your class is officially over, are you going back to sleep normal hours now?
1: Well, I can't. It's really difficult, too. And it's never really over. It's like education, like the radio. We're always trying to find new ways to improve ourselves. So now I just have to adapt time into doing multiple things, putting time aside for studying, putting time aside for Black Seinfeld and seeing how like the future pans out with the next couple months.
0: Well, speaking of Black Seinfeld, next week, um, big things are happening. But also just want to say that if you enjoy the show and if you enjoy the podcast, please give us a like. Give it a favorite. We're available on all podcasting platforms such as iHeart, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Spotify. Um, I forget what else. Google Podcasts. Audible. Yeah, by now,
1: anywhere that you listen to podcasts, just type in Black Seinfeld and we will pop up. Black yes. background. Yes. Bright, bright red logo, you know. Bright red, man. It's salmon. It depends on your screen. But I've noticed. Okay, got it. I designed it on a 5K monitor on an iMac. It looks very different on a phone.
0: <laughs> mm. Okay. Looks very different on the phone. Fair enough. Fair enough. By the way, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people say Salmon, when they pronounce the L in Salmon, it throws me off. It's a huge turn off. Don't say Salmon. I don't think it's a problem because it this is, is kind of the English
1: language. It's not designed to the way it looks should be pronounced sometimes you have to swing swing it around
0: i agree but salmon doesn't doesn't sound right to me
1: like i said it all depends on the english language depending on where you're from too so if you're from like next to the ocean or you're fishing county then yeah you're going to pronounce it the correct way but you barely we're next fish. to the ocean no we're not fishing county though we're not a fishing that, county but we
0: next to the ocean dog we we have our not
1: no fishing fishing straight up fishing you know, people do fish in New York City, but yeah. you gonna eat the
0: fish in New York City? You you're gonna have that Hudson River radioactive fish. Exactly. Hey, no. you might turn into a mutant. Nah, no no
1: one's fishing that out multiple eyes and nah coming out all green and ready for you.
0: <laughs> like that uh that cartoon character Gil yeah. from Kim Possible.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, but man. that it's just the wording, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but but still, man, it's just it's just no, it's a no for me, dog. Don't make
2: fun
1: of people and how don't make fun of people and how they pronounce things because they could just mispronounce, they could read a word, and no one corrects them for maybe five, ten years until you say, oh, it's not pronounced that. It's like what? I've been saying this word like this for all my
0: life, telling me to change up. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. Maybe I sound prissy and all, but but specifically, yeah, yeah, they point of view. Nah, just specifically just for salmon. That's it. Lasagna, I don't care. That doesn't bother oven, me. Oven, 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 Yeah, doesn't bother me. Avocado, doesn't bother uh, me.
1: It's, it's just English language. Color, color.
0: Well, yeah, that's British right there, and that's like how I, I said, still pronounce theater with the R E instead of E R, because that's British. Theater. Yeah, because that's British. And plus, since since we're Trin- I'm Trinidadian the last uh, colonial rule was, was the Brits. So, you know, you got chips instead of fries, crisp instead of ch- uh, potato chips, and a lot of yeah. URs and REs, schedule. Oh, you mean
1: fries and French fries, what, what do they call it? They call chips. It chips. Yeah, exactly, okay, yeah. exactly. French fries doesn't make any sense. It think we had a long time to figure that out, like French <laughs> fries doesn't make sense everywhere around the world French? they call it chips so yeah. it's like, oh okay potato chips i that makes some sort of sense
0: but Bastion, once again this is what america does right universally universally football is is um you know is what we call soccer and the american yeah. version of football is nothing like that the the closest thing that they have is rugby right so when it comes to socialism right we can't call it socialism you feel me we have to find the american way of calling it socialism without calling it socialism. I've been hearing people calling it uh, compassionate capitalism, right? Which sounds oxymoronic completely. Compassionate
1: capitalism. It
0: sounds very oxymoronic, but I think it just might work because Americans just hear capitalism. So I feel like they're going to be on board with it. But then as we explain it, it's basically capitalism. I mean, it's basically socialism. So we got to come up with, that american football version of socialism and i think compassionate capitalism could be it
1: if you want to rebrand that then sure but it's it's difficult especially in america you got to restructure everything
0: that is true but america is all about the rebranding we call football
1: soccer if you don't want to rebrand you have to rebrand the idea states you're right, and rebrand the idea of federal law. If you could like rebrand those two, a lot of things <laughs> a lot of things will change. Even Texas? Uh, even
0: starting with Texas. Start see you see how good that that was, man? <laughs> so last week we were discussing the heartache. I, I like to call it the Texas Snowfall Massacre, which basically snowstorm impacted the south particularly texas and due to the lack of regulations that they have with the grids a lot of electricity went out and the very next day a lot of politicians came out and boy oh boy i don't know how to really articulate this because we're on radio and i can't curse or anything like that but but a lot of them were acting like
1: try to hop in here
0: (laughs) a lot of them were acting like nubs you know they were just nub heads then they showed they're defending the system they're defending the system and but they showed little to no compassion to texas residents that were suffering with no water no electricity they were freezing cold um pipes burst deaths anything you can think of like it it happened in texas you know because texas isn't used to snowfall at all right and i think they have harsher
1: summers compared to most others
0: oh absolutely they're... so that's
1: what they're more used to but yeah. i actually did a little research on um their grid system yes And so it's like the grid system it's not like it would it's terrible per se right because it, they do have very, very harsh winter um summers. Yeah, but so it's able to accumulate for those things, but for it's the, winter, more like no. the winter. Exactly. And they're not up to date with that.
0: Yeah. It's their um systems aren't winter winterized. That's the term that has been weatherized. Used. Weatherized. Weatherized. But winterized though, specifically for the winter. That's what I've been seeing in, in these articles from from what you've sent me. Yeah, yeah. winterized is, is the word. But Yeah, there's no regulations or federal regulations. I believe Texas is the only state that doesn't have any sort of federal regulation on its electrical grid, which is why there's so many electric companies in Texas. There's about 200 of them, right?
1: And we kind of went over most of that last episode, just in case um, you want to kind of dive into what we did last week. That's pretty much what we kind of went around talking about ERCOT. Yes, but what it is and how it kind of works, right? But this is the aftermath of everything, and the and I feel like it's still it, like it's still going on. It might still talk about next week,
0: it's still definitely going on. But when we were discussing this, we didn't talk about the politicians' response to this. I think I spoke about Rick Perry, no, but I wanted to talk about Ted Cruz, okay? (laughs) Because Rick Perry, who is the um secretary, the United States Secretary of Energy for the past two years, 2017 to 2019, he was basically saying, We'd rather Texas, my home state of Texas, would rather suffer than have any sort of federal government sort of regulations when it comes to Texas's electricity grid. Because it's part of the free market. You're right. It's a part of the free market. And to me, man, it just. What? yeah what it's,
1: it's pretty interesting that it's like they an have asinine statement perspective. but it, it, it makes sense it makes sense that they will want to defend the rich and in terms of understanding like they had to defend their corporation because this is where they get money from
0: yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of times where corporations just have the back pocket of a lot of these politicians man and it's and just gross it's
1: just disgusting to be honest with you and there was an interesting article that New York Times posted talking about how this gentleman owed roughly around $16,000 in terms of electrical bills compared to what it was before. It used to be around two hundred, Which wiped had, out his savings. Yeah, wiped out his savings. And the painful part about that comes to what happens when you kind of privatize the sector is, yeah, at certain times it will give you affordable rates. Where it'll be better than the competition. Mm-hmm. But other times when the supply is really low and demand is high, that's when they could kind of just hike up the prices. Exactly. I'm pretty sure maybe a week ago or two weeks, two episodes ago, um, two episodes ago, I thought that maybe the government will quickly like try to stop it, saying, like, oh, you know, it's all about the algorithm. Once it shifts and changes, you may go overboard the same way how something happens on the airline, the tickets will go up to the mm-hmm. point where people stop talking about it, like, let let it change, rebound, and we can see what's going on. But it's he, for him. I think his payments are not automatic. So yes. it really took the money out.
0: Yes. And it's and it was like that for a lot of people. I remember there was one in that same article who, where the electrical bill kept going up and the electric company kept taking money out, taking money out. I think it was called Gritty. That's the electric company that was that was in question of this. They kept taking money out as the electric bill keep kept rising. And she was down, left with $200. And I think the reason why is because I think the bank noticed that money just kept leaving her account. So they just stopped it at $200. And that was all she had, which is insane. Because it's really it's not their fault that these numbers are hiking, especially when they they didn't have any access to any electricity at all. Too, you know what I mean? Well, those people did. And when the they... ones
1: that they're they're they're, they're not taxed or fine, but they're priced out in the normal range. Yeah, it's just it's
0: just insane, bro. It's just honestly the the whole. What we're what we've been seeing it's just been disgusting, and mind you, these are elected officials that that get voted in. You know what I mean? These are the elected officials that people vote for. But then when times get rough, you know, you have the Zodiac Killer taking his family and going over to Cancun, and you have a mayor like Tim Boyd saying that. You guys feel entitled. You guys are entitled. And and this isn't my job to help you. And this is a time for you to fend for yourself. And and you guys sound like a bunch of complainers and whiners. Meanwhile, people are like legit freezing and dying because of this. And the fact that these governor, these, these officials, these Texas officials are somehow blaming the people, which, who, who by the way, you know, put you on these positions and and also one pay the pay these electrical bills you know what i'm saying the they're paying for these bills right and and for them to be called entitled and for them to be called complainers and whiners it just seems very ass backwards you You know what i mean safe face but safe face from who corporations i mean yeah these are the donors the people that give them money for campaigns i mean i get it and all that stuff but Dude, if there's no one left that's going to vote for you because of what is happening, then what? Well, they're still able to get the support
1: as Rick Perry was talking about the term of like Texan pride and not being so reliant on other electrical grids oh, and dude, just being yeah. more focused on themselves. Yeah. It, it's like, yeah, they're self inserting, right? It's self inserting on everybody that's lost power. And it's like, no, they're fine with the power they lost and they'll be you know they'll be happier that they're not using power from other place apparently they're yeah
0: if twitter <laughs> taught me anything that week and still this week is you are absolutely right some some of some texans are like yeah we would we would rather freeze to death than take any sort of donations from AOC and i'm just like bruh cuz cuz their and cuz their perspective on it is like oh this is just a political ploy i'm like dude she's not even your senator like, like, she's our senator, if anything. Yours went to Cancun and then came back and blamed it on the kids.
1: Yeah, Congresswoman AOC. <laughs>
0: right, like, she she's she belongs to us. Well, technically Bronx and Queens, but, you know, still New York, okay? Yeah, yeah. Still NYC. I I, I do find it crazy that she uh,
1: was able to um, make that money with Beto, too, and he was on the grounds.
0: Yeah, Beto O'Rourke, who lost the the senator race back in 2022 the zodiac killer ted cruz
1: yeah he of 2022 yeah he's gonna run again Oh, yeah. I, I think he probably will run again
0: i mean shoot after this i th- yeah hopefully
1: and there's kind of a little more news um i was just looking into it so from the common dreams they quoted that there was roughly 337 pounds of pollutants by the refineries in texas yes so so they're just you know pumping more pushing more and this is all kind of part of the game and it's only weird and as what we discussed last week when they were talking about the the solar not the turbines yeah the yes the turbines the wind, wind turbines were frozen because solar energy
0: exactly the green deal they and, basically republicans were blaming um
1: solar for the problems
0: yes solar energy turbines the green new deal on on the lack of energy provided and and the fact that you know these natural ways of of you know saving energy and and helping out the environment this is the reason why texas had this massive blackout due to the storm you feel me but in actuality that's only 25% Twenty-five percent of Texas energy is just that, which is the it's turbines. less than that. Less than twenty-five percent, even. The most yeah. is is a lot of this fracking and coal and, and, the and oil refinery. Exactly, a lot and and of course, as you just said, three hundred thousand pounds of just sulfites and sulfurs and monoxide has been released into the into the environment. That way, those plants wouldn't be destroyed due to again the storm.
1: It's kind of embarrassing to see that like they're just dissing one end while the other end is not only just producing a lot. It's not producing enough. Yeah.
0: And it's the problem, too.
1: Yeah. And just looking at reports these past week, I was able to understand more information on how the system work and how they had multiple times throughout the every other decade. They'll have a crazy winter storm. That will kind of shift their perspective on it. Mm-hmm. But once they're given like the analysis of what to improve and what to change, they end up not doing it.
0: Yeah, because, again, they don't want the feds, they don't want the federal government. But even if they weren't going to get like federal help mm-hmm. or anything, like no hand. They, oh, you know, yeah, they wouldn't do back it. Back their
1: hand away from me.
0: Oh, yeah, they wouldn't do it anyways because it's a way for them to just save money. Yeah. Which, again, in this, in this free market that they're in, you know, in this capitalistic thing that they're in making the most money is what's most important and also spending as little money as possible so that way you get more revenue more income less costs. that's what capitalism is basically
1: definitely speaking of money according to a truth out article they were talking about how large corporations will force employees to take their pto yeah they're not able to come to work yeah. And as someone like we both worked at large corporations once or twice before in the past. The PTO is nonsensical, especially like pay time leave.
0: Yeah, pay, pay time off.
1: Pay time off. I think my job was a little bit, my previous job was a bit different where I had holidays. I think roughly around 40 hours of holidays. And I think every week I could accrue maybe three or 2.5 hours of PTO. So every 40 hours, you go 2.5 hours to PTO. And that kind of disappears quick. Once you take a day off, you had 32 minus eight. Now you get lower and like, wow, that's it. Mm-hmm. So you can only imagine if you're trapped and people that who relate to this, especially like how they have to kind of structure their PTO and time. Once you're in a problem and you need some time off, but you still need to, that paycheck because you're, you know, living paycheck to paycheck.
0: Yeah. So it, what can you do? So what they're telling what they're telling people is to hey take that vacation time. Use that vacation time that you you would rather use for like, you know, actual vacation. Going out with your family and stuff like that. Use that towards your reason as to why you can't come to work because of the storm no basically. No electricity. <laughs> the storm basically. And the problem with that is, you know, the whole point of vacation is you take time off when you want to, so you can enjoy that people are not enjoying and have not been enjoying what's been going on. So you're telling these, these employees to take the, to, um, if you're going to take this time off, use the days that you were going to use initially for yourself and use it right now. So that way you can get paid. And here's the flip side to that. If you are out of PTO and you don't have any more vacation days, then you're not going to get paid at all. And Texas is like notoriously known for having crappy labor laws, dude. It's one of the worst states that have that take advantage of of the workers. It's basically like you you are getting screwed either way. No Vaseline. <laughs> I actually saw
1: that chart. I was surprised how well New York, well New York is probably known and California is probably known for uh, better laws. Even Massachusetts. Yeah.
0: New York is pretty it's, it's a lot better than Texas, I'll tell you that much.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's why I kind of find it weird and strange how most of these tech companies want to move to Texas. Yeah. Right? Well, they want to kind of get around certain laws that they couldn't get around in California. So that's very suspicious. We're going to have probably a conversation about that later this year, about uh, certain corporations moving to Texas I'm in game. order to dodge some taxes.
0: Well, of course. It's because of, you know, little, little to no federal interference
1: yeah and of course like it's all about laborers and workers rights and they don't they don't really care about that
3: they don't uh, it's and it, it's, it's
0: freaking nuts sad. it's so it's just it's just sad bruh it's just so sad that you know here's here's something that i that i cooked up this is a ted cruz right here aka the zodiac killer one moment house
2: was dark we had no heat actually the fireplace behind me we were all huddled around the fireplace because it was the only heat in the house and and after a couple of days after the girls being really cold at being in the teens and the 20s outside uh, our girls asked said look school's been canceled for the week can can, can we take a trip and, and go somewhere warm and and heidi and I, as parents we we said okay sure and so last night i flew down with them uh to the beach uh and then i flew back this afternoon i'd initially planned to stay through the weekend and to work remotely there, but but as I, as I was heading down there, I, you know I started to have second thoughts almost immediately because the crisis here in Texas, you need to be here on the ground and as much as you can do by phone and Zoom, it, it's not the same as being here. And so I returned this afternoon and I'm here working to make sure to do everything we can to get the power turned on, but also fundamentally, to ask the questions: Why did this happen? Because your grid
0: sucks ted cruz aka the zodiac killer if that explanation right there doesn't confirm the fact that ted cruz is in fact the zodiac killer and throwing the babies under the bus bruh he threw the kids the preteens the the 12 13 year old under the bus bruh because he knew what he knew this was just full of cap right here he knew what he was saying is complete bs right like he knew he's, he's a
1: parent he's the adult in this situation right he, he's not the 13 year, old, 13 year old child yeah they probably did have that idea but for him to say well now it's not the right time maybe later right that's all they. it's simple later that's all you had to say i want to go to disney world right now but later sounds like better option no, for or me
0: <laughs> or the the better thing would have just been hey you know what i'm the senator of texas i gotta watch out for these people i gotta make sure they're good right no one's how about going anywhere everybody's staying home what, 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 what do you he's mean? he's the he's the senator so he can do whatever the hell he wants how about this y'all go and i'm gonna stay that's gonna look really bad it's no it's, it's, lo- what. it's looked bad either way because hey okay they, they decided look to at go like a
1: tv show right okay Because in real life you would assume that someone at his thatcher the ones constantly on twitter commenting on anybody else that does something saying they're un-american doing this (laughs) it's like how 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 would the producers write this right it's like uh he he got tired and he wanted to drop the kids off but he
0: was caught with a suit a suitcase a suitcase because it come to find out his reasoning is just He's just Live. capping. Yeah, he's capping. And it was his friends that turned him in, that snitched on him. Now, first things first, all right, to the Is friends. It sni- or it wasn't someone, a random person on the plane, and you no. were able to reach out to the CBS? Well, they saw him on the plane, yes, but, you know, his explanation was a lie because he they got um. They got texts from friends of Ted Cruz, right? And mm-hmm. and they were already planning this when the power came out. So this was planned already. This wasn't a, hey, the kids want to leave. No, this is a, we want to get the F up out of here because of how bad things have gotten. It wasn't the kid's idea. It was his idea. Okay, it was their idea. It was their intention to go. Don't blame it on the babies. This was your idea and there's text to prove it from your own friends, which by the way, I can't believe I'm caping for 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 Ted Cruz right now, but friends, y'all y'all suck, bro. Why are you why are you snitching? Why are you snitching, bro? <laughs> So-called friends, don't be snitching. But hey, I'm whatever glad you did you
1: say in, in private could be out there in public as fast as not. You know? Exactly,
0: bro. Absolutely. Like, this is why this is why you got to have a small circle when we get when we get big, bro. We have to keep this small circle because anything can be used against you like like their friends just capped on them. like their friends just threw them under the bus like that. I don't like that. But hey, it's Ted Cruz. He's the Zodiac Killer. He deserves it. But it's still effed up.
1: I still, I think well, the situation is worse because he went to another country or was trying to go to He another country and, and came back
0: out of all things. It was Mexico. That's yeah. what makes it worse. You it went to it... Mexico after y'all try to build a, well, you are building this fence around the border. Seriously?
1: The jokes write themselves.
0: Oh, dude, I was just like, "Yo this cartel, this is your chance if anything cartel." Actually, it's
1: very safe. Do your thing.
0: Places. Of course. Actually, yeah, I know. And actually, they were at the um the Ritz-Carlton, so they're fine. They're good. Like
1: Jamaica, you know, it's like
0: once you're at certain tourist areas that's it. Yeah, Clean, the freaking Sandals Resort everything. All yeah, that I crap.
1: Call that plastic beach.
0: Oh, 100%. And and since they're at the Ritz-Carlton, you know, i feel like the story
1: would have been different if they went like the disney world or disney it would have been worse if they went to disneyland yeah but if they went to disney world it would have been okay but still bad but disneyland Mm. would have been worse because they used to diss um california all the time
0: oh yeah texas always just especially when there was those uh wildfires exactly exactly
1: so they're constantly bickering like see just go at them, but yeah, that, that's kind of in my head. It's like, why can't cool If In Disney World or Disneyland, it's just another joke I was thinking about, but mm. <laughs> situation is just uncalled for, and I don't know. Somebody in this team should have said later. Literally, that's the word. word of the day, later. You don't got to do this right now. Later will happen. Later will come around. Fix yeah. the situation. Everything's clean. You fake lie to everybody saying you're going to weatherize the machine within the next couple months, but you don't. And then you go to Cancun for a weekend. That's it.
0: Yeah, because he already knows what the issue is, but he doesn't want to say it. And of course, Republicans want to cape and say that, you know, it's not about it's not about the natural gases. It's not the fracking at all. It's actually the Green New Deal. And the Green New Deal is the worst thing to ever happen to America. I think Rick Abbott said that. Dumbass. It hasn't even happened yet.
1: Like, to its full extent. Like, what we could do with, now, energy, like I remember reading this report years ago, if you took all the golf courses in America and, you know, this all the amount of golf courses and take all the size and you put solar panels all over there, you could chart, you could um, chart um energize the entire country with just just the land of all the golf courses. So imagine that Maybe but, you should do that with cemeteries. Yeah, we but that so seems, land.
0: but that seems too logical, though. For solar panels on cemeteries. cemeteries? I don't know. That sounds weird. Hey, you get to be helpful. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. Let's get get into the song. Oh, no. I actually want to get into some COVID updates real quick because the COVID updates is going to go really well with my first song of the week. So if you don't mind, can we please get into the COVID update? COVID update? COVID update. All right. Your thing. Good news. United States of America, we have surpassed 500,000 deaths here in America due to COVID-19. Congratulations to us. Big up to us. We are awful. In fact, this is the most amount of deaths compared to deaths in World War I, World War II. And the Vietnam War. That is more American deaths than all three of those wars combined. And we did it. Of course, America is what we do. We always break records. We always do. Two weeks
1: weeks ago, you said 465,000.
0: Yeah. And two weeks later, we have reached. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We have surpassed the 500,000 mark. And I believe this week, President Biden and Vice President Harris had a memory service for all of the lives that we have lost due to COVID-19 this week, I believe, which was, I didn't see the ceremony or anything, but it did I happen. I, glanced
1: over. I kind of just looked at it for a second thing. And like, when you click away, you just forgot what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot where he was too. Somewhere awkward. Oh, was, was it around uh, the White House or... Nah, I think no, it wasn't near the White House. I I really forgot. I I was watching it for maybe thirty seconds. Oh, you were? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, live stream on YouTube. Oh, around.
0: true, true true, oh, true, 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 true. Yeah, but so you know, give up to us. We we we're we're awesome. Yeah, that's just. Ugh, I don't know what to say about it, man. It's just god awful, man.
1: And the vaccines. Let's, let's talk about the vaccines.
0: Oh, yo. Well, All right, yo. If you are a fan of Johnson & Johnson's, if you're a fan of the baby oil, the lotions, you know Johnson Johnson have been holding us down for decades since we were babies. You know, Even though they had a
1: scandal with the baby powder not too long ago. Wait, what? You mean you hear about the scandal with the baby powder? What's wrong
0: with the baby powder?
1: Bro, that's like, nah, that's 20 minutes of explanation. But double check on that.
0: Something's wrong with the baby powder. It's not healthy. <laughs> it's not good for you.
1: Dude, I'm not getting into it. <laughs> oh
0: come on! Don't tell me about it. And they just all right. Fine. It was a big
1: deal. I'm pre- I I'm pretty sure we did an episode about it. Back did in we? I, I'm pretty sure. Oh,
0: college man. I don't remember. College was a blur, man. College was a blur. I'm sorry. But anyways, Johnson Johnson's vaccine has been approved by the USDA with an effective rate of 66%. So two out of the three times it's going to work. So there's that big one third where it's it's not going to work, but it's only with uh, severe cases of the COVID-19. So right now we have about three vaccines that that have been approved from the uh, USDA, which is 6% is pretty bad. Yeah, that's barely passing. That's a D.
1: Yeah, that is a D. <laughs> In most cases, yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, maybe they could have held back, you know, just waited out. Of course they could something, Find back. something new. Everything, everything's always about the stakeholders. It's if, always they about could the find stakeholders. A way to make the stakeholders happy and stockholders happy, then, uh, they just kind of push it, but sixty-six percent, pretty bad. And it's compared all, to the other ones, which is like you know ninety, 90 and it, over ninety percent.
0: And it's all about the rollout, the the quick rollout. Um, these companies want to be one of the first ones to have these vaccines out, so that way they can make money off of it too. The one-shot vaccine as well. It is a one-shot vaccine, which is different from the two-shot vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna, which has about a ninety-something percent effective rate compared to this 66 percent so i mean you you do the math which one would you do if you had to you know i'm gonna go with the pfizer or the moderna
1: yeah that's that's what's being marketed now
0: (laughs) man you would think after all these years johnson and johnson's which we thought is like a wholesome company all the sprays, all the air fresheners, and, and, and the baby oils, and the Vaselines, and the baby... That thing's called awesome
1: about corporations.
0: Yeah, but see, that's the thing about corporations, what they're good at, okay? They make it seem that they're not this big evil entity, especially with these commercials, right? When you see the little baby getting getting lotioned up with the Johnson & Johnson's, or, or shampooed up with, with the tear-free Johnson & Johnson's. I know you know what I'm talking about, with the tear-free shampoos. All I've right. seen
1: it around. It, uh, not anymore. I don't think that exists. See, but that's the they thing. They had a lot of commercials with the fish uh yeah, it was like a
0: fish. Mhm. But that was a container. thing. Exactly. That was a thing. All right. We all remember that stuff. So so we go, "Oh man, Johnson, Johnson's so humble, so they're so wholesome." And then in the meanwhile, they're creating a and basically an F-graded uh, vaccine for you and something to do with baby powder, which I don't know cuz Bastion doesn't want to tell me
1: to no, tell you it was it was a whole report. I don't recall it was a such a long time not a long time ago, or a couple of years ago, but yeah. it was
0: a big deal. Uh, you know what else is a big deal? Andrew Cuomo is such a big deal right now in the state and and in the city of New York. What's your thoughts on them
1: him well, the people calling him like New York Richard Nixon.
0: I think it's very accurate because. You know, we really have to talk about last year, right? And the fact that a lot of media outlets, a lot of news outlets, uh, social media, hell, even me, I, I'll i definitely own up to it. I felt like we looked to Andrew Cuomo because he was able to lead and navigate us through these trying times, especially when it came to the COVID-19. I mean, you even had Chris Rock go to one of his... Um, his meetings and talk about how great he was in, and leading and, and calming us down and, and assuring that things are going to be okay. If we just lowered this curve and if, and if, you know, everyone just does their part and and he was complete, he was very strict about, about regulations and, and strict about policies and and rules on how to maneuver through this COVID vaccine with a lot of these restaurant workers, a lot of these stores, all that stuff, nursing homes. uh, Well, we're going to get into that. Everyone seemed to have loved watching Andrew Cuomo because he seemed like a leader, juxtaposed to our former President 45, who really just kept exposing this xenophobic sort of message and calling it the China virus, which is what we see as a result of elderly Asians getting attacked. Right? Yeah. Andrew Cuomo was the complete opposite of that. So a well, lot of...
1: if you compare like a big angry monster to a tiny monster, the like, oh, tiny monster isn't too bad. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how it was in that's, the, our eyes. That's I, exactly I do remember what you're was. talking about. He was in awe. He was on CNN all the time with his brother. Yeah. You know, just chilling and having a good
0: time. <laughs> but, damn it, yo, I think it's one insane how this stuff came out, especially since I think it was one of the first news outlets to break. This was the New York post. Okay. Uh, A news outlet that is notorious for a lot of hearsay, but the fact that the New York post had like evidence, like evidence on it. And the New York post wasn't even the only outlet that was, building a case on this that was doing the story on this Jacobin was doing it too so So, yeah so should we just get into it and i feel like I, i would like for you to discuss it too because you have um people in your life that that work in nursing said nursing homes as well basically andrew cuomo has been helping out donors that that um contribute to you know his his campaign, his the
1: Greater New York Hospital Association.
0: The Greater New York Hospital Association, um, they donate about two million dollars to Governor Andrew Cuomo, right? In exchange, though, where he will be able to a keep a hush of the amount of infected people that are in these um nursing homes, nursing homes. especially deaths especially deaths react bastion <laughs> oh well
1: one thing's first like i knew personally speaking like you said i know people in nursing homes right that work in nursing homes i knew it was like high and i knew the numbers weren't real mm because they would talk about even other places, other states, like, oh, they're faking the numbers. Like, well, if they're faking the numbers, New York is definitely faking the numbers. But I didn't really focus on it, especially my time, especially right. in, in uh, March 2020 and April 2020. And then I was back to work in April. And I just, that was a blur. So I didn't really think back and focus on it. But, and also I, I have friends um, and I know people whose um, family passed away in, in those uh, type of situations too. So... For, for them to say that they undercounted nursing homes that's by like 50%, that's I, I, I believe it. I, I do too. It. It's a high number. I, you know, you, you would hope that it would be like 20%. It's like, oh, 20%, but 50, over 50%, that's That's failing. That, that's Again. failing. Another failing number. Yeah. You want know, to take this in college, you shouldn't take it
0: in real life. Right. And what's nuts is the fact that you know Andrew Cuomo's out here and he and he's wants to do this book and he wants to be the next freaking John Gotti in these movies and crap but now when hell even Democrats hell even Republicans outlets want a direct answer of hey why were you doing this why were you coping for this corporation basically and these lobbyists that you know who you yourself were was very harsh on on certain people for, for, for not following these rules and these heavy regulations due to COVID-19. But basically, you're not practicing what you were preaching this whole time. And people were looking for you for this sort of leadership and this comfort. But then here you are, basically, as you were saying, just hiding these numbers. And by 50%, you know, what the hell is going on? And he hasn't said a goddamn word because he's trapped. He knows he's trapped. And the fact that Republicans, Democrats want him to resign and, and want to essentially impeach him. Hey, for the first time, I feel like Bastion, you're going to say this. You're, you're with them. I'm yeah, with them.
1: No, not only that, which, which is insane, like it's always timing, but it's like, hey, you know, you got caught. The, I think that's what they call him. Richard Red-handed. Wilson, the Watergate. Yeah. Watergate was a crazy case, too. Right. There's an interesting podcast about that. They break down the whole Watergate the situation. Um, but also about the um, Cuomo's corporate immunity law that went national. That I see the Jacobin article went to death with that. And that's mm-hmm. something I think I was talking about earlier, maybe last year, middle of last year. All these days kind of blend. But talking about how corporations won't be sued yeah. by people. People that like, if your employer employees get sick, or if someone use your establishment and gets sick or passes away, no liability they, they can't be sued. Yeah, no, no, no liability, no, no, no liability. Mm-hmm. So, this is something that even Republicans won in the past uh, with the package for uh, COVID mm-hmm. 19. And, and I the, didn't know, it. well, this article says that he was the first one to kind of start pushing it, that's why it got was able to get near that bill. For the ppe and everything it's insane it's insane this is a very good article i do recommend people listening to go check out jacobin's article on it shout out to jacobin it's it's really detailed and deep i don't think we have enough time to kind of get over it because we'll need to do like a line by line analysis facts after you sent me this article i kind of read it twice right like i I don't know how we're going to uh, do this on an episode yeah this is
0: not our this is not our lane we're just telling you what happens and how we feel about it and and
1: i'm just saying the story is so big i could write a movie off everything in this article
0: exactly maybe we should get like bascar to come on one day and just like just chat with us about stuff like this yeah sorry but we we could definitely
1: (laughs) um but yeah this is this is like a very interesting case especially people that kind of leaked it and Mm -hmm. how their family is connected. To the hospital the great um the g-n-y-h-a organization mm-hmm. it's just all over the place and it's funny i actually went on their website the greater new york hospital association i was just looking at their about page because that's
0: you know Ooh, what, it, what's it, their it, mission statement and motto say
1: there you go the mission statement yeah. this is the what number one say? thing you learn in business classes right it's Quote. Like our core <laughs> our core mission helping hospitals deliver the finest patient care in the most cost-effective way, never changes. The DNYHA advocacy takes many forms, from fighting for our members' interests in Washington and Albany to working along them to improve quality and patient safety. Every day, we work to ensure that our members' hospitals have the tools to succeed. This mission statement is beautiful, yeah. perfect, A plus. They ain't do any of that. Of course they got not. They're Teflon. F- They're Teflon F- right now. F minus for the past year.
0: So, Bashan, real quick, what were the people that were close to you saying about that actually working in these um, homes? Did did they have anything to say about this when they read about it, or or did they already know that this was going on from a year ago?
1: They, they knew what was going on from a year ago. Mm. Um, I, I, I spoke to other people about it uh, around that same time. Because you know you hear, hear one thing from one person, and then you kind of ask, like, hey, in your experience, how is it going over there? It's like, yeah, it, it's terrible. It's terrible because you know some places they'll have to split the floors up. Some places they will try to tell their families that you can't come and visit because of what's going on with the situation. And you also have to take into consideration around that time a lot of hospitals, a lot of nursing homes did not have the supplies to even protect the nurses and the staff on taking care of the people there. So not only did they not have the mask or gowns or even the face wear to protect themselves with COVID-19, right? also they didn't have the testing back then, as right. fast as it is now. So now, yeah, we could pay 80 bucks to get a one-day test, but back then, it took maybe three, four weeks That's you know, right. at latest to get the test. But if we take all that into consideration how Everything happened from March all the way to the end of this, even all the way to November. You know, it, it just exploded it was up, down, up, down. Right now we're up, up, but uh, New
0: York City is getting better. You
1: know, you opened restaurants, so you know, you could chill on Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah. And now that you mentioned Movie that, the-
1: yeah, you're that, there that, you yeah. go. Movie theaters. <laughs> Movie
0: theaters are coming back March That's the
1: time because I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to watch Spider Man by Christmas. So, you know, try to get the theaters to warm up, you know, hire that staff. Like
0: no, no, nah, bashing because you were the <laughs> one who kept saying, oh, home entertainment system, investment no, in sound wh- I'm system.
1: I'm still 100% for it. If I buy a house, I need an extra room for home entertainment system only. Big screen TV. Beautiful sound system. Popcorn machine in the back. Yeah, that's all I want.
0: That's all I would want to. I would just want to never eat the popcorn just want the smell nah nauseating smell <laughs> <laughs> no if i if i ever had a, a house like that i would definitely dedicate a room to just and then you would stop the going out in general oh yeah 100 because a that's lot of hot. the time like movies yeah. were one of the main reasons why i would go outside and now that they're back i mean but it's only 50 people per theater which sucks that's 25 percent capacity again
1: Ugh. You know what corporations are going to do?
0: Oh, they're going to hide Full the Full-time staff.
1: Oh, Let's dude. go. 24-7. Want to see a movie at 2 a.m., 4 a.m., 6 a.m. before
0: work? You got it. We got this. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say they're going to they're going to hide how many people are actually going to occupy the theater. But, okay. That's it. Now nah,
1: they're going to they're gonna do well because, you know, um, most jobs, they'll send secret shopper. Yeah. So you do a secret shopper for a movie theater. Just watch a movie that you already saw. They could count, look around, do a little walk around. And then they'll make their note. And next thing you know, uh, the magic is fired for adding too many people.
0: To be really completely people. honest, I do think because of the whole COVID thing, it's going to change how I watch these movies now. My my basic plans of what I do, because I spend the whole day at the theaters. I don't think I'll be able to do that anymore. No.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I, so. if you go to theater to theater, yeah, theater to theater. I don't even trust that they'll clean
0: properly i mean of course not man you know how many times i get worried about bringing home bed bugs a lot a lot (laughs) especially in manhattan because there's so many people that go to these theaters and stuff and of course this in a dark dark room and if you're in a dark room that's where bed bugs thrive in those dark ass rooms so it's something that i always concern myself of which is why I think they started switching up to these uh, these leather couches or, or leather seats. So
1: let's get let's get into the song. Oh, I song we're, of... We're, we're done with this COVID
0: stuff. Yeah, we're done with the COVID updates. We're done with Texas for now. And it's time for the song of the week. It's time for some... More tuned for your head top, and this comes for us from Masego, who does not miss, featuring once again JID, who has not been missing. My man's has been coming out with some straight bangers, and he did it again with another track called Tuskegee, which was based on the Tuskegee Airmen and and the Tuskegee Experiment. But that's for another day. Featuring JID and Rhapsody, this is again off of the Judas and the Black Messiah album and this is called something ain't right we'll be right back so stay tuned for more tune for your head top you tune into black seinfeld show about nothing cheer
3: View of my eyesight. Hold up, wait a minute, tell me right. The corruption has moved in view of my eyesight. Look, and as I lay me, as I lay me, that me down the rest, I lay my sword. my lady lays upon my chest, it's been a crazy war, the devil's banging on my door, my dear, my dear, my dear, I hear the shots ring, lay on the floor, I don't fear anyone but the maker, cause we could never murder hate, but can murder a hater, what's a more American way than trying to give them a taste of their own medicine, prevalent ethnic rebels, the revolution of melanin, but to move to the ghetto, we must improve the development, brought some food for the fellowship, got the news on my brethren, call the goons in the government, come correct the corruption, break the racial Construction building up in a spirit of liberation, give me life or I'ma take it, that's my human right. University, you and I, we could be unified, but when you speak the truth beyond your youth, they want you euthanized. Creeping through the night, is something moving, right? And shoulders, wait a and tell me right. The corruption has moved in view of my eyesight. tell me right. The corruption has moved. Hola, watch up. over me and my body, man Trouble all around, can't trust nobody, it's man real. Devil on my heels And they all wanna cross me mm. uh, Loyalty to God And my loyalty to Bobby uh, the the man, the Always man. lying on us To the cameraman. the cameraman Death all around Pray we mm. never light a candle mm. grass. Knowing somebody Gotta die for our freedom yeah. ground. Know they plotting on me echo sounds At sounds Of the battle and Ain't nobody I fear I'm ready. ready Watch my back While I press on steady yeah. Load my gun Full clip No hezi The government The pigs The deceit Like a levy Blood flood thy hood With the blood Of the soldier Talk. Poor black man Look good. Talk COINTEL, pro got the target got on the me the target But on. we don't stand down to the people are free screaming. Hold up, wait a minute, tell me right The corruption has moved in view with my eyesight Hold up, wait a minute, now I wanna fight The, the corruption has moved in view And I, and I, and I, can't let you get away has moved in view of
0: my side. that was Missago featuring jid rhapsody something they write off of the judas and the black messiah album out now available on all of your digital streaming platforms on all your phones on your ipods that's still a thing i know some of y'all still have ipods but yeah take a listen to the album one of my favorites of the year so far can still can't believe that. I really love this album, although it's over an hour long, twenty-two tracks. Still love it. Still great. Still a great movie. Still watch Judas and the Black Messiah. It's a great movie. Just watch it once. You'll love it, and then it'll get you very angry.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm not too. I'm not. I haven't listened to the album since we discussed it last week.
0: Oh, you haven't?
1: Yeah. Nope, not at all.
0: Oh man, I've been still blasting a lot of tracks, man. Pooh Sheisty, Lil T J, all of them. Yep. Lil Dirk, G Herbo, been loving yeah. that album, man. Jay Z. Just,
1: just in case you're tuning in to Black Seinfeld the Show by absolutely nothing, we are also a podcast. So please check us out on any of the podcast services on your phone or on your computer. You know, Spotify. Well, we're not on SoundCloud because we don't like SoundCloud. Just letting people know. But we're on pretty much every platform from Apple and podcasts. So just type in Black Seinfeld and we're there. Mm-hmm. And also, starting next week, BlackSeinfeld.com. dot
0: com. That's right, BlackSeinfeld.com. dot com. It's going to be the place where you can get all of your Black Seinfeld episodes. So you don't even have to go onto any of these platforms anymore. You can just go to straight to BlackSeinfeld.com dot com to listen to us, which I'm they get excited to see for. The
1: latest episodes, and you know, mm-hmm. we're probably going to add some more content to that. Uh, the video content is still up and coming. Yes. Still working on some things. Yeah, make the. I think the hardest part is the audio, yes. making sure it syncs perfectly. So that's something I have to work right. on this week and next week. Yeah, so let's see how that goes.
0: And then we're gonna do all of the um, the little clips or whatever, and then have the captions for the for the Instagrams and all that stuff. So everything is coming together, but you just gotta have patience.
1: Yeah, because technology, no matter how great it is, it's still
0: slow. Yeah, it's still slow, but it all <laughs> just takes time to create quality content for you, the listener. Yeah. Because that's all so, we're yeah. doing this for. We're doing it for y'all. We want to make sure it is of quality. It is of substature. So that way, when you consume it, you'll enjoy it. And then you can share it with the homies.
1: does so letting people know. This will start not this Friday, but most likely next Friday or Thursday.
0: What? So, uh, yeah.
1: Blacksandfield.com.
0: Oh, yeah. So, it's going to start in March, basically, people. Beginning of yeah, March.
1: the beginning of March. So next week. I think next week we'll discuss more about it.
0: Definitely next week. So, Bastion, I've been pretty angry today. Well, this evening, I've been so angry. And the reason why I've been angry is because I saw this clip from Nickelodeon Rewind, right? And I just want to know what the hell it was. And it was a Rugrats clip, right? It was a Rugrats reboot. And... For those of you who do not know, I'm fully a Nickelodeon kid growing up. Love Nickelodeon, but my favorite cartoon ever is the Rugrats. I still have the orange tapes of Rugrats. Still have those to this day. Hell, I'm such a Rugrats fan that I had the Burger King watches. I know y'all remember the collectible talking watches from Burger King. I even had rugrats in paris in spanish and i didn't even know spanish back then but because it was the rugrats i bought it any well i didn't buy it my dad bought it anyway all right huge rugrats fan so the fact that i saw a reboot being advertised i'm thinking holy crap nickelodeon is coming out with the new rugrats reboot i have a reason to watch nickelodeon again i haven't watched nickelodeon in God knows how long, since 2012, when y'all decided to cancel Victorious. But then it made me mad when I found out this was going to be a part of Paramount Plus, a new damn streaming thing, bro. I got so mad. I was so offended because I don't want to spend money on this thing. But more I feel streaming. like I want, yeah, more streaming. I feel like we're now in a in a place where all these companies, all, all these studios are just coming out with their own their own streaming and they don't want to create while they while they do create original content or or reboots and stuff that fans want to see they don't want to put it on the damn network anymore they just want to put it on the damn streaming like star like star trek on CBS and the twilight zone remember the twilight zone reboots that's exclusively on the CBS access like it's not even on the damn channel itself that's the stuff that irks me right now and I feel like it's it's wrong I feel like it's wrong because now Everyone is going to want to get this stuff, and it's basically going to start adding up to a cable bill. Basically, you got Netflix, you got Hulu, you got Disney, you have ESPN, you got Peacock now, you got CBS. What else is it? Paramount. Uh, HBO H- Max. HBO Max. The regular HBO, if you don't even want the Max, you, you got you got Amazon Prime.
1: No, they sync the two, so if you have one, the other one works.
0: Oh. Well, anyways, you got Amazon Prime. You got H you have um, what's that one thing? Um It basically has all the Discovery channels, it has the food network, basically HG, Discovery Plus, Discovery Plus. You got all basically you have all these freaking streams and I don't like it. All of these platforms and I and I I can't stand it. I feel like there's there's, it's intentional it is intentional because netflix came in and you know they had all these contents and and a lot of these um networks at the time went directly to netflix to to have all these
1: don't forget quippy
0: yeah that's we're not going to talk about quippy well
1: all these companies are all fighting for your eyes right they're fighting for the eyes on the screen stream supremacy basically so, as long as they're able to capture at least one hour of your time, even maybe at most 10 hours of your time a week, they win. They win the streaming game. That's all it is, right? But it's for me, like my what takes my eyes the most is like either YouTube or Twitch. Because you now I'm working on something, I could put down my iPad on the side and just continue doing what I'm doing. But you know, HBO Max, maybe, you know, it's late night. I want to watch a movie before I go to sleep. They, they got my eyes. Or I just watch a YouTube video. <laughs> That's all it is. just a game of saying, like, how, how we could capture your eyes and just, like, hold time with it.
0: True, but YouTube is free. Twitch is still free. Well, if you're
1: okay with commercials, I, I, I subscribe to YouTube Premium, so I no longer have commercials. Oh.
0: So yeah, I'm paying extra
1: for that, but it's great. I was great, like no commercials. I remember, I think I, I think on my, I use Chrome on my computer, one Safari, and Mm -hmm. I'm not signed in. I'm watching a YouTube video, and it's like commercials. Like, what is this? Like, there's 20 commercials in this one 40 minute video, bro. Just skip ad. Skip ad? Just skip the ad. That's it. Did you know the new YouTube algorithm changed the skip ad process where they'll give you two ads one unskippable, one five second, then skip? Yeah, it, it depends on which
0: video you watch,
1: but for the... I don't care about it, depends. I'm just not watching any <laughs> okay. ads, $12 okay. a month. Well, I'm paying for a family plan, so it's 15 oh. so other people, So my brother, my dad could use YouTube with no commercials whatsoever. Well,
0: well that's nice.
1: Think about it. Caribbean people, They you know, they use YouTube to, listen to all the Caribbean music, that but then they cut cutting the commercials. That is true. Right. Am I wrong? That is true. Okay. And I just see Giovanni drinking a Chick-fil-A drink. Oh,
0: yo. Why are you outing Outrage. me this hard? Are oh you crazy?
1: My God, I don't is, even
0: do this to you.
1: This is I don't do anything. That's why.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? Because I'm a friend and I'm loyal. I'm not going to do that to you then, Bastion. <laughs> but but anyways, back to Paramount really quick. Are you gonna get Paramount? Because I saw you tweeting that, you know, you were interested in some new Avatar content only if Dave Filoni would help out with it.
1: Um. Yeah. Well, no, I- I'm not interested. I don't know what they want to do with Avatar. I don't even know why they want to work with Avatar when they destroyed Korra the, the way they did. So. Yeah. yeah, it's a disrespect. I think now they realize that they they had something that they should have taken care of, but you know they throw it to the side. So now they have the contract with Paramount, and it's like, oh, we need our own content. Ah, we should have never messed up with Avatar Korra, and then we could have had more multiple Avatar series. So by the time we have the streaming platform, we could have just something ready for the people. But now it's like, yeah, we're gonna bring so and so back for a live Netflix is not Netflix have a contract with Avatar 2? Does I it? Avatar, so, well, I yeah, know... because they're going to make a live action Avatar.
0: Another one?
1: A better one. It's more of a TV show, so oh. it's easier.
0: M. Night Shyamalan is not directing it, right? No, absolutely not. Okay, cool, cool. M. Night Shyamalan is better off when he does his own little Shyamalan universe and, and he has thrillers and horror movies. He's good at that, somewhat. Stay your ass away from The Last Airbender.
1: Do you remember that film? No, I do not want to talk
0: about that film. Yo, did I tell you the time I met Dave Patel? Oh, really? Yeah, so this is the time where I went over to Wall Street Journal, right? So, Wall Street Journal has, like, this this own interview, TV show, whatever, and Dave Patel was on it. And I think he was interviewing for that movie Chappie, I believe. That was the one with the robot. It's basically the Iron Giant again, but with another robot. And so... I was talking to him. I was like, hey, man, I just want to let you know that I don't think it's your fault that The Last Airbender was bad. Like, you were actually the best part of the film. You and you your told uncle. You that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. so straightforward. Yeah, straightforward. I mean, first I said, yo, loved you in Slumdog Millionaire. You were dope. But then Last Airbender, I just had to let him know, like, yo, it wasn't your fault. <laughs> yeah, you should have played soccer. Y- yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. racist. Word, and you know it's crazy. M. Night Shyamalan is the Indian. He's directing it, so why are all the Indian people, the bad I'm, guys? I'm assuming
1: the producers were like, "We can't have a brown lead actress. We need a light tone actress. Please uh, work on that." And, M. Night Shyamalan, then we'll give you twenty million dollars, and, and like, you've okay. never
0: seen <laughs> these actors ever again. That sucks. Not though. one of them.
1: That kind of sucks. Like it hurts your career. It does. So.
0: One hundred percent.
1: Same does. thing with the dude that played Aladdin.
0: Just oh yeah he just didn't get any other roles afterwards which i find nuts because i feel like after a movie like aladdin which again like it wasn't i remember saying it wasn't a horrible movie like it wasn't bad people it wasn't it's horrible huh
1: people took it horrible people thought it was the worst thing ever
0: nah because dude the lion king was I was i haven't, I haven't watched it either good don't don't ever either. do it Neither
1: of those it. movies actually so
0: good don't don't but i said aladdin wasn't horrible i said jafar was cool wait did i what did i say in that film oh will smith as the genie was fine aladdin sucked i didn't like him uh jasmine jasmine was fine
1: see you literally just said aladdin sucked you didn't like him now he can't yeah, get a job aladdin Thanks, was weak Gio.
0: Bro, his you. his singing the homie voice can't find a job. His singing voice wasn't good. He was bland as hell. Like nah, bro. Jasmine was cooler. I think Jafar was probably cooler. Will Smith as the genie was not as cool as Robin Williams, but he did an adequate job as being the genie. You feel me? But the the whole main movie, the movie's called Aladdin, and Aladdin wasn't he wasn't hot in these streets. I'm sorry, he was not hot in these streets. And maybe hey, that's why he. He ain't getting more roles. My bad. I'm sorry. But nah, Aladdin. How did Steve from Full House do a better job than you, Aladdin? Huh? Because you already know the original Aladdin, the animated movie, it was Steve from Full House, DJ's boyfriend. He was the original uh, Aladdin. He was the OG. But he could sing. But he could sing. And he sung his ass off, too. That Aladdin, the new Aladdin, he his, his tone was flat, bruh. He was not killing it. Jasmine, Jasmine was killing it. Aladdin, he wasn't. It wasn't that's, hitting. That's another
1: classic song. I, I know the song.
0: <laughs> yeah, bro, Street Rat. He wasn't hitting it like that. A whole new world. Like Jasmine, she was. She was getting her parts on. Huh? She was getting her parts down. Crazy. Her vocals was fire. But Aladdin, it was just flat, monotone. It had no feeling to it. It didn't. It didn't make me feel funny inside. And it. Because that's one of the the songs I want to get married to potentially. You feel me? But. The way he did it now, it wasn't hitting like that. What, not hitting?
1: Well, you I, just kind of proved my point.
0: <laughs> you're right. You're right. Sometimes having a bad performance in a movie can can ruin totally your ruin your career. career. But That's also, true. you know, you can redeem yourself. Look at my man Ben Affleck out here. Remember Geely? Remember that? Remember him in I don't in think J-Lo? anybody
1: remembered it. Oh, no, no. That's no, why he's no. able to continue going.
0: No, because when J-Lo and, and Ben Affleck were an item, that, remember, this was after Puffy, okay? So after all I wasn't of the hoopla, focused on that era. I was literally maybe well, you were, 10, 11. Yeah, we were kids. We were kids so we don't then. care. <laughs> we were kids then, but shoot, I remember that. For whatever reason, I remember that. I guess it's because of the um Love Don't Cost a Thing video because Ben Affleck was in the video, if you remember that.
1: The but, only reason I even know that, uh, movie is because Jesus and Mero and in, in their old show back in Vice used to make fun of that show all the time.
0: He, he, they would make fun of that movie all the time. Yeah, they'll make fun of that movie all the time. As they should. It's one of the worst movies ever. It's like Mariah Carey's movie, Glitter. It's it's that awful. Okay, no, but
1: I watched it once. I don't remember it.
0: Good. Don't ever do it again. <laughs> like those are movies that are like so bad they're just bad, and it'll make you very angry for watching them. I had this whole thing yesterday and the night before that, where I was watching one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies, which is American pie. And when I say American pie, I mean the first one, the second one, American wedding, and then American reunion. So the same ensemble, I didn't like the, the other American pies where, you know, it would be like American pie Bandcamp, camp where it's just a whole n- bunch of kids just looking to screw around or whatever. I like the original characters. You feel me? Because I like, I like, for lack of a better term, I like the white aesthetic, basically. Like, you know, those, <laughs> those typical teen white movies? Yeah. Remember those? I don't know why, but I really enjoy those movies. I know they're corny as hell, but like, I don't know. It feels like low key, like I always wanted that life, that corny white suburban ass life because it looked so cool on television juxtaposed to my actual life, which is, you know, being a, a poor kid in the hood basically you feel me so so i came up with like this alter ego growing up right my my name was connor bryson or bryson connors you feel me i was this i was this rad skater outcast kid who listened to some 41 my chemical romance limp biscuit all of them things yeah
1: (laughs) i I see what you mean in terms of like it's just a different world than what you're used to so it's just very very funny and corny and it's kind of designed to be corny, too.
0: Right, but I enjoyed the corny.
1: That's how I feel about Adam Sandler, like the early Adam Sandler films. Like, these are all good classics. They're all funny. Even the new ones. I know you, stop, you despise stop the it. Halloween one. It's not I loved good. it. I loved Halloween
0: it. is not good.
1: I actually brought it up with my friends it's like oh you should watch this with your girl I said like, I already watched it it was hilarious so I'm like yeah it's funny because
0: it's, funny. it's Adam Sandler and he holds a special place in our hearts that's why you think it's funny it's not also funny. he
1: gave you he gave you what you like the certain you know the the, the annoying Adam Sandler the quick jokes and the stupid stupid, oh, stupid humor man. it was alright it was, close. All right. it now was now, the now voice getting...
0: the voice made me so mad it was just that's so annoying that's my favorite annoying. part the voice oh god dude dude Dude, I think the last Adam Sandler movie that I really liked. Nah, it was After Click. Longest Yard was fine. It was actually Grown Ups. I liked the first Grown Ups a lot. The first
1: one. The first one. The first one. The second one was really weird and awkward.
0: Yeah, but it's had Stone Cold Steve Austin in it. So, yeah, I gave it a pass. But I think Grown Ups was the last Adam Sandler movie that I liked genuinely. And watching it again, it's stupid. It's stupid as hell, but... There's just some charm about it and I felt the same way about American pie. There's just some charm about it that I like. Although I know that it's dumb and it's pure stupid. I like it because low key I wanted that life. I wanted to be Connor Bryson. You feel me? I wanted to be that.
1: So if the movie theaters open up again, right? And of course they don't just have much movies available, but they say, "Hey, we're going to do a, you know, a special, you know, play all back back-to-back American Pie you're just gonna hop out and watch it in a movie theater get so, that experience you never experienced.
0: would it be all of the American Pies including like the offshoots
1: maybe the, the first three
0: then yeah I, w- I would so go so it would be American Pie one two and then American Wedding I would yeah. watch it easily yeah
1: not the offshoots the offshoots is like off-shoots. hey we need to make money off the, ma- the name right you know? we're a studio we'll give you twenty, thirty million.
0: and eugene levy is always gonna make an appearance those kind of movies basically straight to dvd when when straight to dvd was a thing those movies i hate now
1: those. straight to stream
0: now it's straight yeah there was a straight to stream one there was a new american pie actually that went straight to stream <laughs> that i yeah. saw it it was uh it was with madison pettis go figure
1: that's where the money's at now.
0: I know. Take but you know what's crazy though? When I saw Madison Pettis, I was like, Holy crap, what happened to you? Cause if you're if if you're like around our age, you remember Madison Pettis from Corey in the House back on Disney Channel. Basically Raven's brother Corey went to the White House because of Victor. He he's a chef and so he started cooking for the president and all that. And so uh, Madison Pettis played uh, the president's daughter or whatever, and she was like a l- little last kid. And then I remember she was on the game playing with The Rock. She was The Rock's daughter in that. I don't know if you remember this, but I remember okay, this happening. Okay, I though.
1: remember it. I yeah.
0: Remember. And then all of a sudden, it's 2021, and she's like 23 years old. My am like, god damn! She fire. Shout out to Madison Pettis. And you saw the movie. The movie was horrible. The movie sucked. It was bad. It was really bad. It was... Easily a 3 out of 10. Like, it's it's terrible. It's garbage. But yeah, there's, there's not that many positives. It's... Nah, it's not good. It's not good. Not good. Don't but, watch it. Don't watch it. So
1: well, let's get into, like, the NBA. We, yeah. we barely talk about basketball because politics tend to overtake most of our time.
0: And then music. But thankfully, not that many... Not, not that much music came out. Only like singles and deluxe albums, which have been really irking me as of late. I don't listen to deluxe albums anymore. Me neither. I don't care for them. I don't think they're real. I don't think they're real either. I think it's just a ploy for them to just increase more streams. Like, that's it.
1: At one point of time, the deluxe albums made sense for like buying it. Yes. Let's say like, let's go back in time. Kendrick Lamar. Good Kid, Mad uh, City Deluxe. G- Good Kid Mad City Deluxe. You had your Target version. You had your Best Buy version. Yeah. You had your Japanese version. Well, I think mm-hmm. that was the best one, if I remember. Like the bonus song. I right. think Black Boy Fly was in that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, Drake's Nothing was the same deluxe versions.
1: The, yeah, I remember those. Yeah. Um, K. Cudi, deluxe version. Yeah. Which is, I never, it's for the longest, I thought I had the, the deluxe version until I went on title and saw what tracks they had on there. It's like, no, I never had these tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically, took the mixtape songs and put them at the end of the album. Yeah. But I'm glad that that didn't blow up. So, yeah, that was, yeah, you had, that, that would ruin the album to be honest.
0: You had different covers, of, you had different iterations of songs, and of course, you had additional songs as well. But now it just feels like it's not these deluxes aren't really adding much to the album, it's just more music, tracks. Yeah, it's just throwaways and just more music that really doesn't coincide with the album doesn't go with the album at all it's just there like i said before just to add on streams like that's it i think i'm fine with throwaway tracks in a like
1: like an added ep it's like extras right i think tame impala did that and they'll come out with like a remixes version or just like extra versions that didn't make the previous album yeah it's you know same flow same melody but it's like, yeah, we're not going to re release the album so you could buy it twice to get these tracks. Like, no, we're just going to release it as like a, a piece of a piece for the fans to enjoy, or just wait 20 years and do what uh, Radiohead did with right. uh, okay, okay computer, come so up yeah. with like deep
0: cuts and like only like the a yeah,
1: cappella version. And yeah, here's our 50 15 tracks that like are just very mediocre, but uh, yeah, you'll like it. Here, check it out. <laughs> right. I thought it was pretty cool. It's right. like, oh, so this is what your state of mind was like back in the year nineteen ninety 1990, well, nineteen ninety six. But yeah.
0: Yeah, but again, like I just feel like a lot of it is just lazy. It's just being lazy and the the deluxe version of, of albums is just being perverted and watered down and not taken seriously anymore. Like I think I wonder Trippy, if it was right? like that
1: in the past. Like they didn't care about it in the past. Like hmm.
0: I don't know. I can't answer that. I don't know.
1: My my album purchasing days really started from like B2K, Eminem. Yeah, uh,
0: I remember. I'm I'm still happy Floyd. that you are man enough to admit that your your uh, record buying days started from B2K.
1: I didn't know. Like as a kid, you're not in awe with the tendencies of like masculine music, quote unquote. That's like, fair. So it's like, yo, you are gonna enjoy good music. Good music's good music. What that's what's fair. going on? You're like now it's, you know, now it's easy to say, like, yeah, I listen to whatever I want, what are you gonna do about
0: it? That's you true. Know? I mean when we were <laughs> but little yeah. when we yeah. were younger, little Baba was the coolest kid on the planet. Now look at yeah. him.
1: Yeah. So like yeah, like B2K and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where my music music story starts.
0: Oh man, remember? did you see the video of the Korean Omarion that I sent you?
1: i didn't look at it i looked at it for a second i ain't pressed press play or anything
0: oh man i guess you're so not the only person you. that
1: sent it to me oh
0: i did it i wasn't
1: yeah i think two other people sent it to me i did not want to click it
0: oh man my That's... man did his best omarion impression i think he was tanned up too and he had the braids like the 06 omarion braids it was it was different i'll say that it was very different
1: Okay, let's let's get into sports real yeah, quick. Yeah, let's get into sports. NBA into All-Star. Music.
0: Yeah, NBA All-Star Weekend. All-Star Game is March 7th, which is in It's in like two weeks. I'll,
1: yeah, in uh, Atlanta.
0: In Atlanta, Georgia. Damn, Atlanta's going to go up again. That I think co- they're
1: going to do the teams thing again, which I think yeah, is a great idea. I
0: do too. And the West versus
1: East is boring.
0: Yeah, you know, West is tired of destroying the East for the past couple years now. So, and now it's it's time for you know the team captain, and then you know let the let the fans decide who should belong on Team East, who should belong on Team West. The biggest snub, though, of Team West is Devin Booker not. But he's in now. He is in now.
1: Yeah, but for to replace um apparently who he replaced. Uh, Anthony Davis.
0: Yeah. But he isn't now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And also, New York Knicks, Julius Randle, first-time All-Star. And it's kind of crazy. Just to quickly talk about Julius Randle, you could ask any Knicks fan. Last year, they did not like Julius Randle. This year, they love Julius Randle. and. That's the show. Like, hey, you know, you got to work on your game. Work on your game. Come back next season. Prove everybody wrong. You get the crowd, and that's it. They they just love him, and, and he, he's great. Things plays that he used to mess up and fumble on, he's able to like make points. Is just insane to watch. So it's been very fun to watch the the rise of Julius Randall, and this rise is better than like Jeremy Lin rise, which wasn't real. You know what I mean? Hey, he was, like, this, authentic.
0: This Jeremy thing Lynn. happened with. Uh... <laughs> It happened with Kristaps Porzingis, too. Remember when he got drafted and everyone was like, who the F is Kristaps No, but Porzingis? he got drafted.
1: That's different. That's that just like true. a rookie proving to himself that he's good, the same way RJ is doing it. But this is different. Like, Randall was like, what, six, seven years in, in the in the series? He used to be Lakers.
0: True, but and they and they paid were him money heavily.
1: And, and also they paid him money. So Knicks was like, we're wasting money on this guy. But uh, he's an all-star, and I'm pretty sure every Knicks fan is excited and very happy to see. So the Knicks could go all the way to the playoffs, we'll be even more happy.
0: Including Andrew Yang, who is excited for this wow. as well.
1: Disgusting. He dissed New York Knicks. He, he said because he didn't like how Knicks treated uh Jeremy, Jeremy Lin. Lin. And I was like, this dude was a bona fide scrub. Get out of here, man. The insanity never happened you can't prove otherwise
0: all right we should i'm gonna read off uh the the lineup uh you said anthony davis is out but um devin booker paul george rudy gobert rona damian lillard donovan mitchell cp3 chris paul uh, zion williams Chris Paul
1: back again
0: yeah the
1: fans love chris paul I guess he's nice. He's out here saving Stop teams it. lives. Stop it. And they thought he was whack. That's he, that's awesome to see.
0: He, I'm sorry, man. It's it's not the same CP three dog. I'm sorry. Like it's not It doesn't have to be the same. You have to be efficient.
1: At a certain part of your career, if you're just there wasting space and time and not helping the players get good, then what what are you what are you here for?
0: Yeah, no, fair enough, Bastion. Fair enough. You saw what he did to OKC.
1: When he was there, took him all the way to the playoffs.
0: That's a good point. Fine. Good. It was a good team, That's and they, they they were Fair. about to give up, but. You know what? You are yeah. absolutely right. You're right. You I'm, are
1: right. I'm 100. This the organization, like, oh, you know, we're just going. We're not going to playoffs this year. You know, we're going to work on next. No, they went to the playoffs. What What about yeah. the Clippers though?
0: The Clippers is because they had a terrible coach. Mm-hmm. And who was that coach? What was his name again? <laughs> Do- Doc Rivers, man. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. Rivers, Any- Doc Rivers anyways, Eastern man, my man Jalen Brown, the beard, Brooklyn's own James Harden, um, uh-uh, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Nikola Vuvich. Shout out to oh, yeah. Nikola.
1: you he- did say Zion Williamson, and I, I thought, did. yeah, that's awesome. You yeah, know, we know he's going to be All Star, and he's he's out here playing bully ball some nights and it's, it's proving hilarious.
0: Himself. he's gonna be here proving himself and
1: we're gonna see la mellow ball that's right the next true year. mellow
0: <laughs> Mello. the new mellow how you feeling about people calling him mellow how you feeling
1: that's fine it's i think it's probably the dawn of time you know it's like you were last generation's mellow and you're playing you're still playing but guess what new younger mellow that's that's right. LaMelo is a great name, but Mello is the classic. And hey, Carmelo should be happy that they his Carmelo is like the prime, right? When he think Mello is him first, but currently is uh LaMelo now. Yeah. And So you could say my Mello isn't that person. like that's not my Mello, but guess what? One one of these days you're going to have a conversation <laughs> and you're going to accidentally slip up and say Mello. Yeah. And <laughs> and everybody's going to know who you're talking about.
0: For the record, Sorry. For the record, Melo is the better ball out of the Ball Brothers. Sorry. Had to say it. It is true. It is what it is.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, it is what it is. And he's very fun to watch. It's a, he is fun like, to watch, man. If he's not on the floor, I'm kind of confused. Like, he got to fight for minutes. Man, if you, if you don't put him on, someone, someone called, like, the owner. So they call the coach and say he has to play full 40 minutes. <laughs> Because we're looking at the ratings. Every time he's on the floor, they are yeah. changing the channel.
0: Or just call Jumpman, be like, "Yo, Mike, put him on." He, he has a sneaker deal contract. Um, I think so, right?
1: Who Mello? Yeah. With who? I'm, I forgot. I don't even I don't know.
0: know. I can he's, double check. That. We're not. They're not doing big baller brands anymore. What happened? No, that's 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 off. You remember how they? You remember they were selling like twenty dollars a bottle of water? remember that?
1: Oh, it was Puma. Puma.
0: Oh, Pumas. Huh, Lamelo
1: Balls, Pumas um, deal worth a uh, hundred million.
0: Hey, not bad. Shout out to Pumas.
1: Porting. Caribbean's
0: but, yeah. love Pumas.
1: Ball will have access to Puma's private jet. Huh.
0: Oh that's... shoot! Yeah. Puma's not a bad shoe or, or sneaker. You know, that's for a lot of the Caribbean community out there. Definitely rock a lot of the Pumas.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. But this all star should be interesting. I don't know how they're gonna do it. I don't know. It's, it's not fun when the crowd's not in it, especially in the dunk. Con- There's no dunk contest, right? None of that. It's just None of that. challenge.
0: I will say this. It's going to be in Atlanta. Atlanta's going to turn up, and you're going to see a lot of COVID cases spike again. Yikes. It's true. It's true. Because, you know, Atlanta's been turned up. A lot of people have been going to Atlanta or Miami. So Atlanta's going to turn up, especially now that the all-star game is is in atlanta you remember what it was like when all-star game was here in new york and you just saw everyone out the woodwork just here and how packed it was because i certainly remember that because i was working over at five guys in Times square so i remember i remember like basketball players being across the street at modell's doing autograph signings and all that stuff like Zach Levine and all of them were like legit across the street and people were coming in and they had like their autograph signed and whatever. And I remember one kid, he left his Zach Levine sign autograph and I picked it up and I took it, but he came back for it. I was tight. I was so tight.
1: Yeah, oh my God. Come on, bro. But you gave it back to him though. Cause you're a good guy.
0: Well, no, cause I'm an employee and I had to, <laughs> Oh yeah. But that too, you know, I'm i I'm a good guy, but Hey, you know, it was a, my man went on to win the freaking dunk competition. I, ha, I wanted to keep it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, man. So before right. yeah. we go, that was our little NBA talk. Before we go, it's time to talk about music. Once again, we talked about the, the free man known as Bobby Shmurda. But it seemed like Thanos was in play today, and he was definitely using his... Soulstone, he was in vormir because in order to gain a soul which was the return of gs9 bobby smurta we had to lose some souls which was the french house duo the pioneers daft punk recently called it quits after 28 years worth of music and albums and tours and I'm not gonna lie, man. When I saw this, it broke my heart. Because one, as you already know, Bastion, Random Access Memory is one of my favorite albums of the past decade. Don't say anything, because I know you. Anyway. It's a good album. Oh, okay. Okay. Just making sure. Alright, cool. Not cool. That's a decade, but yeah. No, it's not the best. I felt like it's one of the best. It was in my top ten. Remember that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just felt like, listen, I knew this was this was gonna come eventually, right? But at least what I wanted, though, I wanted just, like, a nice swan song album. Like, one last album. One final hoorah. I didn't want Random Access Memories to be that final hoorah, that final swan song, okay? I didn't want freaking Touch to be playing in the background as y'all blew yourselves up in the middle of the deserts, okay? I didn't want that to happen, which... I feel like it was very poetic because touch is that kind of song anyways featuring Paul Williams. We gotta give him his credit. But it, it really broke my heart. Like I was about to cry because Daft Punk has been part of our lives and in musics for for a long time. I think Discovery was the first time I discovered Daft Punk. And of course, one more time being like the super mega smash shit that it was. You know, it, it, it definitely changed music and it definitely their influence has has been all across the board, especially in hip hop. Daft Punk has been sampled a lot in hip hop music.
1: My my time uh, bumping into Daft Punk has to do with like the old Internet. So back in the day before YouTube, there was Newgrounds and most of the animators Facts. they will post new uh, videos on Newgrounds and they will use Daft Punk music. And at the time, you know, I think I was
0: probably maybe seven, eight, nine, around that age. There's a lot of porn on Newgrounds too. A lot of porn games. I remember those.
1: I I didn't even move into that, but it was a it was a lot of like fun cartoons, um, Mega Man, uh, Mario, and all those type of things. And they were always constantly use Daft Punk's music. So I will I would know all of Daft Punk's music, but I didn't know it was them. Yeah, for a long time until maybe like when I got internet, I was able to like to get music then realized that oh all those songs that i have heard the, back in the day on like um Newgrounds, it's like oh mm-hmm. i that's all one person uh, yeah. and yeah it was um discovery album too because right. i think that's where like all the best songs came from
0: yeah that was the that was peak daft punk and i remember one more time being on a pringles commercial that's how that's I, I really discovered it came
1: out 2001 Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't know how i would react listening to this album if it came out today like every song that hit yeah, and it's one more time, like you know, harder, better, faster, stronger. It's just you know, I know Connie remixed it in yes. ways it's beautiful and it's amazing. It was pretty dope and also kinda of brought um that punk to the light again. True. But you can't forget the about Buster Rhymes. Version too. And Busta Rhymes, yeah. Yeah. But the original version is just so sharp and clean. Mm-hmm. It's just like just like a one of the perfect songs. Voyager, too long. like it's that's a great album. I just kind of like, I just find it funny how it was in different mediums, before I think it became more mainstream than it is.
0: Yeah, man, Daft Punk. It's it's interesting, right? Because I remember I said that for the Super Bowl halftime show, right? I said, oh man, Daft Punk should totally just do a set. And when they do their set, they could have just brought out a lot of artists that sampled their work. So like, imagine Busta Rhymes comes out, does Touch It. And and imagine if Kanye, which you know he didn't want to do, he doesn't want to do secular music anymore. But hey, after recent events, we don't know what kind of Kanye we're gonna get, right? But you know he could come out to do stronger. You know what I'm saying? And then he he can do
1: that with the Grammys. He did. That was like one of my favorite Grammy performances of all time. Dapper came in, and then he came in. He did a song. Then he did a song for mama Exactly. Um, That was the year. I think the year after his. Yeah. before his, his mom died it was but that was like one of my favorite grammy performances of
0: all time <laughs> oh man speaking of the grammys the year that daft punk won album of the year i remember this because when um they were reading random access memories it almost sounded like red and taylor swift's red was mm-hmm. up for that grammy as well and i think also it was um wacklemore and ryan lewis kendrick lamar as well good kid mad city right so Wacklemore? Wacklemore, yes, correct. Whackle, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Ryan
1: Lewis. He's a good rapper. He anyways. Lipo, but sure.
0: <laughs> anyways, I remember the the presenter going, and the winner is random access memories, right? But the first part of it almost sounded like red so taylor swift's team was like was getting hype and they started freaking out and then random access memories and they got so bummed and they started clapping i remember that moment so vividly and i was so happy that taylor swift lost you i don't know why i guess it's because like i really enjoyed that random access memories like that was an album of the year for me that year especially i remember just summertime when that album came out, just hearing that album and and having water fights over in Prospect Park and all that stuff. So, I don't know, man. It's just such a good album. It's it's good for a lot of things. It's good to hang out with your friends. It's good if you just want a vibe to vibe to study and chill. It's good if you want to sleep. It's good if you want to do chores around the house. It's a multifaceted album, which you can do anything to.
1: Yeah, I, I think so too. I think it's one of those albums that show the test of time and also shows what they love. So in this album, it's something I've been learning too. Seventies when 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 you're creating, you have to kind of learn from the past, right? You have to kind of copy what they did. And then once you you know copy all the different styles, you're gonna make your own style after afterwards. And that's why I feel like Random Access Memory was compared to the Discovery and Homework, where it was just samples and cut it up. This one was more live instruments and a lot of synthesizers. And if you have the vinyl and you open it, you see there's a very, very large silver synthesizer in the middle of the album. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because this album came out around my birthday, around May. Yeah. So I, May 17, 2013. So I do remember buying this album on vinyl because I knew it was going to be like greatness. I just wish it was limited edition, but it wasn't.
0: No, it (laughs) isn't. It's and it's pretty easy to find. But if you want to get very easy. Yeah. If you want to get discovery though, it's gonna cost you a couple hundred.
1: Yeah, but I definitely have got I definitely own the first print of random access memory, which is cool.
0: Nice. That's awesome. I feel like when I get if I ever get into vinyl collecting, which I'm sure I I definitely will be. You
1: shouldn't, you shouldn't. shouldn't Why shouldn't I? It's it's literally just uh I, I recommend this get toys or comic books then well
0: i mean i already I bought the album like i already have it on my phone i already bought it it's one of the few albums that i bought you know that it's one of those kind of albums along yeah, with Kanye west's uh college dropout but man it's just it's just so it sucks just to see them go man because quite selfishly and quite honestly i just wanted just one more album. You could have given me that. All right. It's been how many years since Random Access Memories? Since what, 2013, 2021? Yeah, dude. Like damn near eight years since Random Access Memories. At least a final Swan song before you go. I believe there was um there's this rumor that Daft Punk was supposed to headline Coachella again. That's just a so, rumor, though.
1: That was a rumor. Yeah. But- it could be one of those things, where maybe I don't know is some I don't know how they announce it. Was the publisher saying like, oh, they're they're done, or it, it could have been a leak? Maybe they're working on an albums. Like you know, what, I think I'm done.
0: Yeah, I mean after 28 years, <laughs> I, I feel years, like they probably
1: have music in the background or something.
0: Of course they do. And I remember I was talking to Zob, and he was like, you know, just because they're done doesn't mean that they're not going to do things individually. And I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right, but. You know, I I just wanted, and there's nothing wrong with them doing anything individually, but I just wanted them. You know what I mean? I just want to hear a final goodbye from them. Which, I mean, I guess they did, but they blew themselves up. So, you know, that's that's a hell of a way to go out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Almost, it, it's
1: almost Doom-esque in a way, right? Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's one thing I wanted to say. In the year of the mask... The arch, the arch villain, Doom, and Daft Punk, they're known for wearing masks.
0: Yeah, we don't know what they look like. I just remember that. We don't even know their names. I think we have their
1: names, but no one knows how they look like. I think it's kind of crazy that the year MF Doom passed away and Daft Punk is like no longer. It's like these are known for the masks. These are masked men. Yeah, they're, gone.
0: they're able to, to walk around, walk among us in like silence and you would never know too i Which think that's cool. very commendable
1: but even though before before we start playing uh, yeah. the next songs even though they no longer they never came out with like another daft punk album they did work out work with a lot of artists so especially like oh, the weekend of course yeah that's so right that was one of my, the best weekend songs on the starboy album one of my favorite albums
0: by him i feel it coming starboy yeah, yeah it's an amazing song yeah, some it's of like, my yeah, favorite tracks from the weekend ever and it came from working with daft punk yeah. man
1: yeah even kanye west so um, i know you don't not a fan of yeezus but most of yeezus was with because of the synthesizers that daft punk was making so i can imagine like maybe one day they'll drop like the original version of yeezus where most of the songs were 10 minutes long and they just chopped out the best parts wait wait that would, what would be now? pretty cool What you know that no the I, first I track was originally maybe 10 or 20 minutes long And they chopped it up to, like, three minutes.
0: 20 minutes? What the? 20 minutes?
1: Yeah. It's, like, it's a complex synthesizer. So you could do, like, a million, like, all those noises. Imagine doing all those noises until you could find something for, like, 20 minutes. Then it's, like, okay, let's chop it down. Let's chop it. Let's chop Yeah, that's a
0: bit much.
1: No, it's a learning process. All pop songs do that. Most pop songs do that. Most pop songs are, like, 20 minutes long. Wait. And they chop it down. Wait, what? That's how, how you think they come out with the best melodies. They got to keep trying. I didn't think it'd be
0: a 20-minute track, though. I figured. Making pop of...
1: music is a real process. Like, if, if pop stars suck. Yeah, but pop songs are really hard oh, to make. Oh,
0: I don't think pop songs suck. I, I like some pop songs. I think a lot of them are Oh, yeah, are, are because it catchy. worked. Yeah. It worked.
1: Like the It's, a, it's like a, it's a probability. Hmm. The chances of it working that you will would enjoy it. And guess what? This one worked. And you enjoyed it. Yeah. They won. But this other song, it's like, you're a fan of the Driver's License songs?
0: Driver's License song?
1: You don't even know about it. It's no. like one of the biggest songs today. The Driver's License
0: song. No.
1: Alright, after today, you know, listen to the Driver's License song. Let me know what you think about it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. They, they put it on par with uh, Frank Ocean's uh, maybe White Ferrari. Which is impossible, because that song is really, really deep. But yeah, listen to the Driver's License song. Just Google it. You know know exactly what I'm talking about.
0: Got it. Okay. So, I think that's it. I think that's all we have for you today. Hope you enjoyed this. Did you enjoy this show today, Bashan? I had fun. It was interesting. It was a regular show today. I'm kind of tired, bro. not going to lie. I got to be back here again at, what, 5? Six in the morning, so I'm basically just gonna crash here.
1: Yeah, yeah, long day, long day. Oh,
0: dude, I hate these days so much. I hate not being able to go home. You feel me? Let's
1: let's let's change the vibe down. You know what song did you have in mind?
0: Well, since this is the swan song for Daft Punk, this is the swan song for really Black History Month. I figured I would play the best track off of random access memories it's an eight minute audio orgasm in your ear and really this is the best song on the album but also this is the song that led to i believe one of the biggest songs to come out in that year which was get lucky if you remember that this is touch featuring paul williams and if you remember clearly with this song, it's very melancholy. There's a lot of sorrow. But then right afterwards, you know, the bass starts to pick up and then the groove starts picking up and then... Yo, let, do, let the people do, listen do, to do, it, man. Oh, man. <laughs> and let the people no, listen. <laughs> don't worry. We're going to play the full track, which is why we're ending this early right now because it's eight minutes long and we want you to hear it. Here it is, man. Thank you very much once again for tuning into Black Seinfeld. We will be back again next week so until then peace here is touch from daft punk featuring paul williams
3: Visitor, it seems A half-forgotten song Where do I belong? Tell me what you see I need something more Kiss suddenly alive Happiness arrive Hunger like a storm